Legend has it that it was written by the Dark Ones, Necronomicon, Ex Mortis, roughly translated, Book of the Dead. The book served as a passageway to evil worlds beyond. It was written long ago when the seas ran red with blood. It was this blood that was used to ink the book. <laughs> that, my friends, may be one of the best opening monologues ever to grace a horror movie. Boys and girls, this is the finale episode of the season of sequels here at the Sloppy Horror Podcast, and we had no other choice, well, but to get groovy. That's right. Back by popular demand, Ash Williams is here again, and we're going to discuss Evil Dead 2. Now, I may be alone on this hill, but I genuinely believe that this is the movie where Ash really became Ash. Full transparency, I probably enjoy the first Evil Dead more than the sequel, but I think this movie took Ash from being a fun character and transformed him into a horror icon. I mean, let's be honest, there's a plethora of horror movies with chainsaws, but how many of them use a chainsaw as a replacement for a hand? Now that's just a fun time. Who could hate that? And I believe Sam Raimi made Evil Dead 2 for the fans. He wanted us to enjoy ourselves. So that's exactly what we're going to do. There's so much to unpack with this one, so I hope you're all ready for a long night, because it's time to discuss Evil Dead 2. Boom! Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey, and back again for another week clapping them cheeks, the best producer on the planet, and I just can't stand it, Mr. Ozark Mark. What's happening? How Hello. are you? Hello there. Welcome back to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. We are right back in here, all up in your ass. And it's special today because we are concluding our first season of sequels today with a banger. Oh, a, that's right, A uh, banger for you uh, boys and girls and uh, everything else in between. It's quite, uh, quite, uh, quite a spectacle we're going we're gonna to sit through here in this next hour. So... Uh, Make sure your pants are on tight because you might lose them because it's going to get crazy up in here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You might lose your pants, which yes. is, I mean, pantsless party. Not a big deal. Folks, it's the season finale. I mean, you've listened to the intro. You can see the title. You know what we're talking about. But we're here sitting down, and this is the first moments of us talking about Evil Dead 2. Now, everybody's pumped. I can hear the Evil Dead fanatics. Because I'm, I'm one of them, but like, not to a large degree, some of these people, their fandom is one of the most respected things in the whole entire world, dude. They're true, and these movies are a lot of fun, and I cannot wait to cover this, but before we do... But wait, there's more! Before we do, we must cover, folks, um, we are a TV show, we're a horror show, I should say, that is um, not laced down with advertisements. We get by from your guys' love and support, so if you guys would like to support the show, you guys can go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash sloppy horror, and uh, if you guys do that, what you can do is uh, check out all of our bonus content. Not only do we give you free episodes every week, there are episodes that go up on there every week, so... Double the pleasure, double the fun. It's not all scary movies. We're talking about everything. So, What's your pleasure? That's right. That's right. So if you're looking for a fun way and a cheap way to support the show, that's the way to do it. Now, 
we got all of our introductions and greetings out the way. Let's get groovy, baby. Uh, I get it, because he says it in the movie. He does that thing in the movie. Speaking of, where's the lighting remote, Mark? Is this too bright on the face? No, I have it. You're fine. You look fine. I'm saying, does it need to be turned down? No. Well, you should have hit the lights for groovy. That We should have had a whole thing going on. Just press it. Just press the wheel. It gets weird, man. It gets... Press the wheel, because we're getting groovy. Oh, yeah. Mark, if you cut your hand off and put on a chainsaw, I think that's the only appropriate response you can have. I think so. I mean, what else can you do at that point? Now, Mark, uh, the, the great part about Ozark Mark is Ozark loves horror movies. He's a big horror movie guy, but I wouldn't put him in the nerd classification. He just doesn't, you know. I just don't care that much. He just doesn't care that much. He gets great enjoyment by them. So there sometimes are times where we have uh, first times for Ozark, and I don't know. So I like to ask, Mark, was this your first time seeing this one? Yes, it was. I'm happy about that because in a 2022 filter, this had to be really funny. I hope you had a drink, maybe something in your life, or maybe you just needed humor that day. But I hope it was one of those. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was pretty funny. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, the time only time I had to watch these is late at night, so it took me three tries to finish the whole thing because I fell asleep each time. Happens. But that's because the, <clears throat> you know, the first half of the movie is pretty slow. Hey, you know, whatever it happens, I get it. I understand. But still, a very funny movie. Great movie. Now, there's some things that, uh, you know, a lot of Evil Dead fans are probably going to look at me like they want to shoot me in the face. But I have some fucking questions here, okay? Because the first one was great. I love the first one. Instant classic. How do you not like the first Evil Dead? Okay. Now, here's the second one. You got Ash Williams again. Why is he going back to this cabin? So... I can actually, I have an explanation for this. Okay, please share it with me, because I don't understand it. So, folks, the first Evil Dead was released under New Line Cinemas. They had issues releasing the second one. They went with the private uh, distributor with this. But they had issues with their rights, being able to um, use sort certain things to tie in. So, what they did, here's the reason they didn't need to. In a nutshell, what that that little three minutes of where he brings because it's it's Linda again. It's the same girl. I mean, not the same actress, but you know, Michigan State sweatshirt. You know, the 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 necklace. That's pretty much you know at the beginning of like a TV series how they on last episode and they that's what that was. Okay. It wasn't needed really. Um, where it should have where it should have took is like him just staying there. Like, that part wasn't needed because I thought they explained beautifully because it's not a very long film. It's like a, an hour and 20-something minutes. But in that little 20, 30-second passage where they're, like, flipping through the book and they explain the book of Necronomicon, you're just like, got it. <laughs> like, I, okay, I get it. Yeah, I, I was... They didn't need that I was kind of disappointed because they relied heavily a lot on, the. I guess in that time, 87, that's when, like, graphics and technology was really starting to boom, but it wasn't very good. So they kind of got, you know, they made the book of Necronomicon look worse than it does in the first one. I I don't know. I I think the... Obviously, if you're going to ask my opinion, the first one is a lot better than the second one. Now, the second one is great, too. It's very funny. 
hilarious especially because since it's at the time you know i could tell being me i could look and see when they were shooting different scenes at different times or maybe it's a gag but you know there will be a scene where ash is bloody and then the next they'll cut away and they'll cut back to him and he's not so bloody again and he's like missing blood there and they go back and now he's bloody again before it's like this is not it it doesn't make any sense why is it doing it or the scene where uh let's see annie uh, is opening the cellar door towards the end, and she gets blasted with blood, <laughs> like a like, like a, a like hydrant a, of blood, a, a shit ton of blood, and then <laughs> and then it cuts back to her, and she's only got like a little blood on her, like that. What is happening? Like you know what I mean? But it's funny. I, I, it's funny like that. The continuity is not going to be there. It, it it really isn't. But the. F- I liken this a lot to uh, Toby Hooper with Texas Chainsaw Massacre too got a lot funnier, a lot wilder, a lot different. And it's really what happened is Sam Raimi and Toby Hooper, for that matter of fact, uh, they finally got some money. They got some success. So they were able to step into themselves. I ask everyone when they're watching movies, obviously, to step into the year that, you know, that they're watching it in to give a better eye. But with this, I want people to look at how many things are broken in this movie how many special effects are there? It's like, yeah, there's a lot, but no, like literally, everything is moving. The clock's moving. The lamps are moving. The, the 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 chairs are moving. The trees are moving. Everything animates. So there are parts that are definitely, definitely have their limitations with graphics, and it's a lot of the claymation scenes. I I I don't think claymation was as promising as people wanted it to be, and nowadays you can see when that is, but. The other parts that weren't claymation, I thought, are done incredibly. And I even enjoy the claymation after this much time because it's just funny. Yeah. It's and just, it's just, it's yeah. just, this movie's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But if you look at this from a special effects point, um, and even as we covered in the first Evil Dead, that shot of them going through the woods, you know, that's just a dude with a camera, like running through the yeah, woods he's, just, he's not even running he's probably walking and they just speed it up yeah and he's got oh well, you remember they had a guy on two boards you remember mm-hmm. and they were on each side of the board and yeah a lot of fun i love when people run an evil dead um when it has the shot of you know the demons coming at and, and it's got that crazy shot of just booking it through the woods it's got that ah, noises going on but then when you catch up to the person it's like quiet and then it goes back like ah. yeah there's a, the, the camera work, there's a lot of camera movement and camera work crazy zoom in zoom outs the fo- my favorite probably is the following of him in the car when he finally gets when he f- discovers that the bridge is gone yeah. and uh but you know again cont- it's 1987 so you look at it and you see the continuity change like when he first starts backing up the demon starts following him and then he stops and turns and the, it almost hits the car and then he's like turning around and it stops back and he's back there again. So like, you know, you cut it a little bit too late there, but it doesn't matter. So you're not in it for that. But yeah, the camera movements of following him in the car was great. I don't know about you, but anytime there's a car chase or anything in the woods, I always get nervous. 
You know what I mean? I'm like, he's going to hit something. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> Just like the natural. I don't there's know There's no why. road. Yeah, no. there's nowhere to go. There's trees. There's all kind of and shit. You, and, you know, they do the side thing of where they're watching him from the side, and he's going, to, and it's just tree, tree, tree. It's like, where are all these trees? How's he not hit a tree yet? How's the camera guy not hitting a tree? How's this working? You know, it always makes me nervous, but. Yeah, Bruce Campbell, like, obviously not enough could be said, but his acting chops are funny. He understood the role. Like, it's tongue-in-cheek. It's funny. And at the same time, he's like, he's going crazy. Like, you're getting the man. Like, you just, you can't help but love him and be on his side. Like, the whole ordeal with his hand going crazy. After his hand got bit, his hand went evil, right? And starts attacking him. And that's not a special effect. That's just a man doing, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, what are you, method acting almost to a degree, you know. And he is just crushing it. Because you believe what he's doing. Obviously, it's silly. But if you're, you know, immersed in the film, you're like, oh, shit, his hand's gone crazy. <laughs> and you're all oh, fuck. Yeah. And it's just a guy, man. Like, could you picture? I also, let me, let me say it like this. When you're watching Evil Dead 1 or 2, look at it like your buddy gave you this movie. Like, if I'm like, hey, look what we did this summer. And, like, you went home and watched that, you'd be like, oh, my God, dude. That was the craziest shit I've ever seen. I love it. Please make another one. And for me, like, to see this, um, obviously, a lot, you know, 87, you had theaters back then. But people were still going to drive-ins. This is just not a movie. It's very hard to forget. And I feel like Evil Deads are always an experience and... When you like when you watch one, it kind of just gets scanned into your brain, and you'll never forget that. Like anybody, if like you could be sixty-five, Ozark, you can never watch this again. And somebody's like, "Man, that was like the Deerhead and Evil Dead. It just came back." You know exactly what he was talking about, and you're like, "Ah." Mm. <laughs> yep. Or so, him just flying through the woods. Yeah. Oh <laughs> you know? my God. Yeah. There's all kinds of crazy ass shit, and it's, it's ridiculous. Like you couldn't a, handle this on some strong cuts, acid. No. That's whole the, the whole thing is an acid trip. Yeah, it's insane. But yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. Very comical. I mean, I I can see why it's it has a very cult like following. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it it, it has a lot of uh, horror things that horror fans want all in this one hour and twenty five minutes. The cheesiness, kill, everything in it. It definitely no. gets the FUBU stamp. It does. For us, by us. Oh, yeah. You can't show this in a regular theater. People would be like, what the hell is this? My fiance actually kind of stooped in and was watching some of this. And she was, like, kind of laughing a little bit. But I was giving her the ploy of, like, I mean, look at all these special effects. These guys are just having a fun time. No, like, yeah, laugh you have at to, it. You can't. No, that's the thing, okay? You can't watch this movie thinking it's a film with a rich story and character development and <laughs> and backstory and things that make sense no it's smoke not. a bowl and watch exactly evil dead. <laughs> that's what yeah. this is for yeah drink a glass of wine and watch evil dead and tell me you're not gonna evil dead too and tell me you're not gonna laugh it's just impossible like even if you're just like this is dumb watch it like this with a glass of wine or a bowl your face muscles will eventually gradually go up, just even, and you and will laugh. Just look at the nostalgia of it, too. I mean, the the shot where they're driving across the bridge, like, it's clearly a toy car. Toy car going over. I know. I you love know? that. It reminds me of, like, Beetlejuice a little. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> when, or when he finds the bridge, he's like, no! 
and it's just like a huge cliff. Like it wasn't even that long. I, you know, nothing fits right. Nothing is there. Nothing is contour. It's it's all crazy. Now I'm not saying what's your favorite part, but I'm saying what part do you what What do you think made you laugh the most? Part made me laugh the most probably when Linda's head when he's in the rocking chair. And Linda's head first bites his hand, and that whole idea of him just trying to throw, because he's in pain, he's just hitting his head. <laughs> but the best part is when he runs out the back door, he like falls down the steps and falls over that barrel and just eats it. <laughs> like he did it so smoothly, like that looked like it hurt. Dude, it and did. then he puts his, her head in a vice grip, <laughs> and he's like, you're going down. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you can't not laugh the at whole, that. The whole, like, like it, it just, it makes you think of anything, anything, anytime anything's ever stuck to you, you know what I mean? Like, it's something as simple as, like, a booger, you know, those hard yeah. boogers that are on your hand, you just can't fucking get rid of it. It just won't go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's smashing it with shit. You... Or the the typical thing, or the, they make it's like they're poking fun at typical horror things too, or maybe not then, but it is now. Uh, yeah, they definitely are. Like they when definitely the, are. Uh, when he first, when he's running back to the house, when he's for, before he gets possessed first, and he's running through the entire house, like you can tell it's like sped up a little bit to make him look like ah, just and, running through doors. Yeah, just, just like... running through doors. But I like how they did it because they made it look more interesting because they sped up that film a little bit. It looks like because his movements aren't normal so imagine filming that you have to go through kind of slower motion than you normally would just going regular like ah walking through it to make it speed up like filming this trick would be fun too oh they added so much in my opinion so much extra flair by speeding things up um because they added all those noises too um all kinds of noises that's a patented evil dead thing i'm telling you you uh you have to turn this up high one to get the feeling of all the loud noises that randomly occur and all the loud screams and stuff yeah don't watch it on your phone but you have to turn it up because them talking is so low it goes from like volume five to volume 25 and split seconds through the entire movie it's two volumes volume (laughs) five and then volume 25 you know I tell you a part that that makes me laugh a lot is uh, when he finally just when everything in the room was laughing from the lamps to like everything came alive and was animated and laughing, and then he just starts fucking laughing. He's losing it too, and it's like such a metaphor to me of like when you're just stuck in some shit that you just cannot escape from. <laughs> Everybody's just like laughing and not with you. But you're just like, ah, I don't want to die. <laughs> like, when his hand flicks him off yeah. <laughs> in a mouse hole. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another part made me laugh too a lot is it's towards the end where uh, Ash is uh, battling his uh, that girl's mom demon or whatever the one that was in the basement henrietta or whatever yeah. name was and she comes up and she and this is when she turned into like the eel thing or whatever and then uh ann's over there she's like mama's gonna buy you a mockingbird like trying to get her to be unpossessed and he's she's like looking and you think it's gonna work and she just slaps the shit out of him <laughs> shit <laughs> out of her and it didn't work <laughs> he just cuts her limbs off and they just fly like yeah <laughs> like evil evil ash is funny too oh he's cool man i like, like evil ash he looks nuts 
Yeah. Some of the makeup work is crazy. It really is, dude. There's the whole thing is a special effect. Like there's not like really two minutes of not over the top crazy shit. So I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall of the production team. Just like I'll help. Cool. Grab this hose. Blow through it. Blow blow blood through there. Oh, okay. All right. All right, yeah, I'm going to need you to be on this other side. You got to pull out this carpet. What's going to happen? All this blood's going to fall. Okay. All right. Thank you. What do you think they did to make the blood fly out of the uh, cellar door? It's something high pressure because you saw the bubbles from like high, like when it settled down. It was going so high. Uh, some kind of hose, dude. At that point in 87, effects, because uh, we often talk about the slasher boom, which is early 80s. Like, really kind of 79, like 78 to 84 is really the strength of that. And there was a lot of effects works that just, I mean, think of American Werewolf in London. All this crazy shit had come out. So people were getting more involved. So this point came out. I want to say Evil Dead really came to life because it's like, hey, now I can afford this stuff that the big movies are using. And all this stuff's like new technology. And I imagine at this point, it's like, yep, we got this thing we used. It blows blood out. Yep, we want that. And this thing here, man, it makes brains. Yep, we want that. We want, uh, yeah, if you got it, bring it. We want it. So, yeah, it would be very cool to see all the machinery and just think somebody's job. They're just fucking smoking a joint. Like, God, I got to make sure these tubes don't get clogged up. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's what you're doing today. Oh yeah. All right, man. This is sweet. Making movies. Like I'm so envious of that. Like, what'd you do today? Well, there's a big Freddy Krueger worm. Kind of looked like a dick. Came out of the ground. And we had to paint it something else because it looked too much like a dick. Yeah, we had to paint it. But then you know it was trying to eat the girl. So I mean, it was just twelve hours. You spent twelve hours. Oh, that's sweet, man. Cool. I'm jealous because my day was not that cool, and I wish I was doing something like that, having a fun time, because you know they were probably partying. Some motherfuckers are partying, especially on these, like, I don't know if they partied on Evil Evil Dead sets, but. How couldn't you? You're in the middle of the woods. Yeah, and it really is like a cabin in Tennessee, but, like, Sam Raimi, he's not, like, a at the time, he's not, like, this giant production company people. Like, I imagine the rules were loose. If you're going to talk people into paying them nothing and doing this shit to them, if they wanted to do a little bump, a little smoke, a little drink, you would let them. So. Yeah. I, wanna, I would say so, yes. I wanna, I'm want i going to do a little deeper research into the partying in the Evil Dead franchise. Okay, do you do that and make a nice TikTok about it and educate my ass. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Yes. Oh, dude, don't blow that towards me. No, it wasn't a super. I don't care. Your ass drinks coffee and eats McDonald's. That's not a good concoction coming out of your body. I haven't had McDonald's in a, in a while. Have you? I just had it today, unfortunately. That's good. No, it's not. It's very I, good. I'm ashamed of myself every time I eat it. Why? Because, man, it's not good for you. Oh. Mark, you smoke cigarettes. That's different. Folks, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I think McDonald's is safe. I think it is too. It's good. Well, it's not good, but it it it, it it's pretty decent, bro. Let me get you some nuggets. Some nah, Wendy's nuggets are better. Look, we discussed that stuff on Patreon. Let's not get into that. Okay, you want to like hear about talking about that? You go to the Patreon. <clears throat> Anyways, what are you doing now? 
Look, Anyways. Look, look, I got to make sure. Um, make sure what, man? Well, look, man. You're killing me right now. No, I'm not. I just made a text to make sure to get Nuggets home. So after Evil Dead 2, I'll have Nuggets. All right. Did you just order Nuggets? No. No, my fiance's out. She's getting food. Now she's also getting me Nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. Good for you. I just couldn't let that go. Yep. Well, thanks, Mark. You brought up McDonald's. Now I can be ashamed with you. That's good. I know. All right, folks, Evil Dead 2 is a spicy movie. There's a lot of spice to it. Are we getting close to our friends showing up? Yeah, we're almost there, but we're not quite there yet. Okay, so we're not quite there yet. So if you really think about it, kind of the same premise in a way. Everybody dies, except for... It's, the sa- it's, 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 it's exactly like the first one. Yes. Pretty much. It's the same thing. Now, I heard, I think the, the cabin, like, fell down now but it was up for quite a while in tennessee kind of hard to get to same premise i would definitely go there if i could yeah no i thought you said when we talked about the first one just the chimneys there that's it possible i would still like to go there sure that'd be a lot of fun is it you know i know that this kind of set up and i'm gonna explain it like this so in order to get um, a production deal from this because nobody was really crazy on the idea of Evil Dead 2. But that's why they proposed that whole, uh, that ending, the way they did, where they threw them in, you know, back in the time so that it could set up for another one because nobody was going to help them out unless it was promising that they can continue to make money off of it. So they threw that little idea in there. And I don't know if you've seen Army of Darkness. We'll eventually get to that one. Special effects are way cornier in that one. But, dude, yeah, it's like Monty Python meets Evil Dead. It's it's like a it's a fun time. If you catch it on TV before now and then, definitely worth the watch. But it really strengthens the argument. Uh, I mean, Ash really is just a badass character, man. He, like, is really the only one to shake the demon at times and get it, you know, like, you know, shake the possession. Which isn't always easy to do. No, I don't think he anybody else has done that but him. Nope. Nope. And it's kind of a common theme in horror. We, we dealt with that with uh, Father Karras last week in The Exorcist 3. You got that little short moment. Yes, that's shake true. Shake the demons off, baby. Yes. Lord, get these demons off me. I love it when, the, when they first throw him down in the basement. And then they play the tape. She's like, I buried her in the basement. And then she comes up. Wah! Dude, he yells so like a girl. Ah, ah. There's somebody down here. Ah, get out of here. Ah. And when she comes up out of the ground, she's like, Wah. Someone in my fruit salad. <laughs> I love that, man. That is so much fun. I like, too, how they give you little flashbacks to when the guy recording the tape recorded it because I just wanted to know what that guy looked like. I wanted to know what things were like. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. They tried to throw that in there. They didn't have that in the first one. No, no. I mean, it made the tape eerier because you kind of like pictured what the guy sounded like. But... Oh, yeah, the tape was definitely more eerier in the first one than this, the second one. Mm-hmm. But you see the guy, you get the premise, and luckily for Ash, these dumb people showed up, you know, because even though they didn't make it, they helped him. You know, he he's the chosen one. He's the one chosen to attack the Deadites. That's him. So the Deadites? Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Okay, you educate me over here then. The Deadites. Yep, that's what he do. 
At least uh, she didn't get raped by a tree in this one. Yeah, no tree rape in this one. Bobby uh, Bobby Joe did not get raped by a tree. No, I and I actually thought she her being like immersed by the wilderness, just like just totally wrapping her up and stealing her, is way scarier in yeah. a way. Um, the first ones, uh, Ramy said that he was a little like, ah oh, man, I I kind of regret putting that scene in there. You know, he just felt away. Which, looking back. It's not too graphic and gory. I mean, some of it's implied. Like, if a kid was watching that, they wouldn't exactly be like, oh, yeah, that tree went in her vagina. Like, they wouldn't know. No, like, they, it, just see, they would just see her getting wrapped up by a tree. Yeah, like, you kind of have to have a little know-how to be like, is that tree getting weird with that girl? You know, you kind of start to think. But this was a lot better. I really liked this effect of just getting totally... That's freaky, man. Getting eaten up by a tree because... Anybody that's rode on a lawnmower or done whatever, you ever rode past a tree branch and it hit your arm or something, bro? Wrapped up in that shit? You're, that, Dude, that hurts. I saw one thing that I, I think is one of the worst things I've ever seen <laughs> happen to somebody. All right, you remember uh, Aaron? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, Aaron, well, it was over this kid, uh, the kid across the street from me, the Doyles. They always had, like, go-karts and ATVs and stuff, and we rode them around in their backyard and stuff. He was on the back of the ATV riding with uh, one of them, and she went around, I think, and she went around the tree around this house. Well, she docked. Aaron didn't. Oh, <laughs> And boy. he got fucking hit straight in the face on ATV, fell off and everything, dude. Oh, my God. Like, I heard something hit a tree, Ooh. and it was his head. It was yeah, the evil dead tree. It was. I could imagine what that feeling because trees hurt. Oh, sticks dude, they hurt. do. Dude, all right. They do. I don't want to get wrapped up by no tree. <laughs> and, like, being pulled, you're like, where the hell am I going? Like, oh, that's just when you accept drug it. Drug through the woods that fast? Oh. Nature, like, because a person, like, let's just say a person's wrapping you up. I don't care if it's the undertaker. You're still going to try to fight. You're yeah. still, like, you're not going to, like, just die. Like, you're just you're going to try something. You might get wrapped up and die. Jason might just squash your head. But you're going to put a little squirm into your little hip in your giddy-up. Uh, a little hitch in your giddy-up, I should say. Um, but when nature, like, when you turn and see the tsunami wall, like, that's 100 feet tall, you just feel like, mm, well, fuck. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> like, and I felt that way with the tree, just like, well. It's like you're the band on Titanic. Like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. What am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, what can we do here? <laughs> I'm stuck. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing you can do. Well, I'll tell you one thing that you can do is you can tell me some facts about this movie here. Welcome to the What Do You Know here. This is a segment here where we're here to tell you, and you, something that they may or may not know about this movie here. Now, if this is your first time here, where the hell have you been? But we're going to tell you something that we know about this movie. Now, if you don't know what we know about this movie, you're about to find out what we know about this movie, and you're going to have a weak orgasm. But if you're back here again, and you probably already know these things about this movie, you're going to have a weak orgasm with me together, and we cycle up and stuff. Isn't that great? Okay, so, why don't I tell something you don't know? Or may or may not know about this movie. 
Okay, now this is a little special here. Okay, this is a very special fact here. Special? Yes. This is like a treeway continuation fact here. Treeway? Yeah, treeway. Like Cincinnati. Yeah. So, check this out. Now, okay, so we got uh, we got some little hidden Easter eggs in this thing. Now, if you recall when we did the first episode of The Evil Dead, our fact was that Raimi had a Hills Have Eyes poster in the basement. Oh, yeah. Which is like a little homage to Mr. Wes Craven, right? Yep, okay. yep, yep. So then you go back, you go, you know, forward in time to and then Wes Craven makes a nightmare on Elm Street and you go back in time to our first episode we mentioned that Nancy is watching the evil dead which is hence to Raimi okay so we got two people looking at each other like I see you buddy and you know I get you in there but now Raimi is a motherfucker that continues this here so oh. this one and this one the evil dead 2 in 1977 1987 sorry and we come over here and now we're in the future again he puts Freddy's glove in the workshop Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Freddy Krueger's glove is in the workshop. Now, if you missed it, rewind it. It's in there, I promise you. It's in there, baby. What do you know here? That is quite that's a, a fucking good fact. fact. Thank man. you. That's a, that's a three-way fact. Thank you. Thank you. What These you know boys here? just don't stop. I know. It's a, I'm splodooshing here with knowledge. What you got here? Okay. Now, I believe the man's last name is pronounced Spiegel. Okay. But Spiegel. Scott Spiegel. All right. Scott, that's a mouthful. Yeah, Scott, Scott Spiegel. Spiegel. Scott now, Spiegel. This man the, is a friend to Sam Raimi. The Spiegler. Spiegler. Okay. And Spiegel was brought on to help uh, with the script of this movie. You know, Sam brought him in. He says, I need help making these scripts. And uh, Spiegler. Spiegel. <laughs> Spiegeloser. Spiegelo. Spiegel. Spiegelodo. Yeah. Speaking of Spiegel, this man, stop. He's a big reason why there's a lot of humor within the Evil Dead. Sure. He was a big fan of the Three Stooges, so was Sam, but you know, they brought it in. And Spiegel had made some of his own funny movies, right? Uh huh. And he made a movie. Um, wait, here, here's a dinner time treat. Do you remember Hamburger Helper? It's yeah. still out. Yeah. You know the little mascot, the glove? Yeah. Well, Spiegel made a movie where that little glove went on a killing spree. That's hilarious. And killed people up. That's not very helpful. No, it's not helpful at all. That's hilarious. Yeah, not helpful at all. But he thought, that's such a fun idea. Let me give a little homage to that and Evil Dead 2. And that's why he made Ash's hand go crazy. He thought it was funny in his movie. He says, you know, evil hands. People love it. Evil hands. People like it. Yeah. Give him a little evil hand. Sometimes your mind, your hand has a mind of its own. You know what I'm saying? What are you going to do? No. Well, you're just going to wait till it's finished. Wait till it's done? Yeah. Wait till it's done? Yeah. So that's a nice little fact. That's there. a great fact. I didn't know that. See? Now everybody knows. You feel smarter about the Evil Dead too. Yes. You love the movie? Well, now you know. That's great. Mm-hmm. You know anything else about this movie here? I think those facts are good enough. That's pretty good, dude. I mean, you know what? I mean, we know. What are you gonna do here? You know, yeah. What are you gonna do here? Well, that's what I know. Okay, I guess we're gonna go now. All right. See you later. Okie dokie, Smokey. My grandfather used to get hand jobs behind the Waffle House and do the hokey pokey, and he turned his ass around. Yep. No big deal. All right. Mark. Yes. So you told me. The part with the head. Is that your favorite part, would you say? Uh, with the head biting his hand? 
Yes. Okay. 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 Now I must ask this from a uh, a layman's, you know, just a horror nerd's aspect. When I look at you, I look at producer, right? I look at somebody that looks at camera work and audio work. Do you look at this movie with um, I f- like a, a different eye? Like, do you, are you looking at thing when you watch things? Do you say like, how is this being made? Do you ever wonder that, or do you just watch it for what it is? It's half and half. Okay. It depends on. I don't. I. I don't. It's random. Honestly, it depends on what it is. Now, if it's an intense, if it's a intense story that's catching my attention, then I my mind will lean more towards the movie and watch for what it is. But if the story isn't, you know, grabbing, and you know, what I mean, then I'm looking for it more of how it's made or how they did it and all that stuff. Yeah. If that answers your question. I've always been a fan of, like, cinematography and things of that nature. It's fun to me. It's interesting. It is interesting because the amount of things you have to do for such a little payoff, it's amazing. Absolutely. And and what makes it fun to me is that with the Evil Deads, this isn't – people are doing it all on their own. They're doing – Sam Raimi pretty much is doing everything. It's just like you're your own director, cinematographer, damn near writer, unless you're getting people to help you. You're doing it all. It would be fun to learn how to do that stuff. And they learn in, like, the most crash course style way, just like, boom. We're going to go in the woods and make something crazy with a lot of blood. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Cause that's always been interesting to me because, the, the, for instance, this, like the amount of time they put in the special effects and all that. Now, you don't have to, you know, you don't have the greatest actors in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Bruce, but that's about it. Yeah, he but, carries it. But the amount of stuff for something like this, like the amount of work that you put in, all the camera work you have to do, all the crazy shit. All the crazy things. Zoom in, zoom out. Camera placements. Like when Ash is just knocking on the door when he's evil. Just get under his belly and fuck. Like just pay attention to the camera places and all of it. Because it's someplace different almost every time. Like the camera is never in one spot. You're literally a fly on the wall as you talked if you watch this. Yeah. But the amount of effects they do and all that stuff for such a little... I think, well, not really a little payoff, but I'm sure back then it was not the biggest. Absolutely, you're correct. It's not the biggest payday in the world. Like the amount of work you did, you think you would get more more profit out of it. You could tell a lot of late nights happened in the making of this. And it's a yeah, but you know, it's surprised that I mean, the amount of work that goes into these movies and and it's horror, so it's such a little limited payoff because you know, not everybody is going to watch a horror movie all the time. Grandma probably won't like Evil Dead too, unless your grandma's pretty awesome. Awesome. Yeah, like there's a few grandmas that might like it. Yeah, well, shit, this movie's old enough, yeah. <laughs> you know. It is old enough. It is, let's see, it's 2022, right? 2022. Movie's 30, uh, what was that, make it 35 years old? I think so. Yeah. I'm not going to math, I'm not doing it. Yeah, 35, I'm 33, I was born in 89. Okay, that's an easy way to do it then. Boom, that's it right there, fella. 35 years. 35 years people have been enjoying this theatrical film. Treasure, if you will. Theatrical treasure, I like to call it. Me, my family and I, we uh, gather around a television, and occasionally we watch an evil dead. It's a fun picture for all of us. No, we don't. We don't. My four-year-old stepped in while I was watching some of this. I said, you shouldn't, don't watch this. You can't be watching this. <laughs> but she's so, like, she try, it takes her forever to leave the room. So she caught a couple minutes. And then she's like, I'm going to my room. So 
I saw some fear firsthand. There we go. I mean, I tell her, get get out of here. You can't watch this. Well, oh, like, yeah. I can. I mean, a young mind would lose the. This a young mind cannot watch this. <laughs> they would not grasp it because they don't. They don't see it, the cheesiness of it. They don't. See, they just everything is there is real. Like that's actually happening right in front of you, and that <laughs> will happen to you. How much blood is in that guy? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's so funny, man. Uh, I. And you got kind of a wide uh, array of weapons that you don't think about throughout the film, too. I've seen Ash pick up books. He uses, a, a, obviously, a chainsaw, a shotgun. I mean, they're picking up anything and everything and using it as a weapon. That crazy-looking dagger. That was the craziest-looking dagger I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, what is that, bro? A good like, old-fashioned axe. Yeah, like oh, he's like, axe? Oh, yeah. He tells her, I told you I'm fine. Hear what I say. <laughs> Maybe you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was crushing it. I like that mirror scene where uh, Ash is staring into the mirror. He's like, you're okay. He's, he comes out of the mirror and he says, we just cut our girlfriend up with a chainsaw. You think we're fine? <laughs> <laughs> so even the movie knows how... You know, just uh, wild it is. The premise is so wild, but even they know it. They joke on it. Oh, yeah. But you have to. You really do. Because if it wasn't for movies like this, you wouldn't have all the special effects you have nowadays. I thought that was um, a really fun scene, too. Obviously, you had her head viced up, but when the body came in and the chainsaw fell down the neck and it's just falling. <laughs> just in... Yeah. <laughs> I thought the the makeup on on uh, the mom or like the grandma in the basement, the witch looking thing, it that looked, was some of the best makeup that was in the movie. I agree, and it looked almost a little reminiscent of like it reminded me of like in The Walking Dead when that zombie fell in the well, and then it also kind of reminded me of the crazy or you know I, I I don't mean to keep saying crazy, we've said crazy a lot. I don't know, no more. Okay, we've said it enough. Right. But that lady in the bathtub. That's the only way you can describe the. If somebody were to say the and old the lady, fi- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it remi- so that, I knew it reminded me of something. That's a good point. I couldn't think of what it like was. Like the flesh rotting. Yeah, it looks so familiar. Mm-hmm. So it was like kind of a mixture of those two in my eye. But I thought that was super creepy, and even from the the, the cellar door. That cellar door always says, I'd never, if I was staying in a cabin and it had one of those, I would not trust it. I'm putting a couch over it. Like, you know what? We're not playing games with this thing. I don't know what's in there. It makes you not want to go into a cabin cellar ever again. No. Nothing good is ever down there. You just find the Hills Have Eyes poster. You're like, all right. All right, I'm getting out of here. If you find the tape recorder, do not play it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, don't do it. (laughs) Well, this is quite a historic movie uh, in the horror world, Christian Ramey. Let's see. (laughs) What the hell was that? Okay, let's see if what this uh, horror movie rating is. All right. Sloppy horror rating, baby, yeah! Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. We are here to rate this movie here in a series of the Sloppy Horror Podcast 
famous rating. Okay, Christian Raimi is over there. He's going to rate the movie on a horror movie scale, not the regular movie scale. Okay, so please keep that in mind. We put together four categories to make a horror movie a horror movie on a great scale. Okay, we're going to do this in a series. That's your Dracula voice? I don't know what the hell it is. I like We're going to do this in a series of three categories. Three categories worth three points. Last category is worth 1.4. A total love. Ten points altogether. That's correct. Now, let's get right into it. Let's take a stab at it, as you would say, and take go into the first category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is casting. This casting's not very strong in this, but we do have Bruce Campbell. So look here. I'm going to be real fair with this, and I feel like we did this with the first Evil Dead. I'm giving it one and a half, and it's all Bruce Campbell. As uh, legendary as he is, he is worth one and a half point all by himself. Yeah, because uh, yeah. the movie's watchable because of him. He's the only re- he's the only reason people watch that movie. Now, I agree. You know, I agree. Just I mean, to watch him and and Ash, the character, all the other stuff around it, just you know, is there. You watch it for Bruce. Yeah, I'm giving I'm giving him alone a point and a half out of three. So yep. it's a fifty percent altogether. But yeah, anybody else you can put in there at any time. It doesn't matter. Nobody else stood out. Nobody else was there. It was all about Bruce and his endeavors and his horrible time he has every time he goes to that cabin. So. That's one and a half here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's go on to the second category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is kills. By far the strongest categories on any Evil Dead. I mean, undoubtedly a three. Undoubtedly. There's just so so many different wide varieties of carnage on screen. Like the, anything and everything. There's heads chopped off. There's arms being chopped off. There's lots of blood. Now, the thing with kills, I'm not always banking on saying that they're believable or they're sell. It's really, what variety do we have here? Do they deliver in the kill department? And not only does it deliver, it exceeds. It exceeds. There's just so much death in this movie. That's all. I mean, there's just blood and death and carnage and um the amount of work that everybody put in, that's really what you're watching for. Bruce and the special effects and kills is a three. Without that stuff, you wouldn't have an evil dead. That's that's quite accurate there. So that is four and a half out of ten so far here on the Soppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the third and final three-point category here on the Soppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is fear. Now, fear, I'm, I'm going to give this a one point on fear. Uh, and, and it's just really a young age kind of thing because at a certain point, kids will understand and they are a part of the humor and they understand that we're watching this to laugh. We're not watching this to, you know, to piss our pants. But put this on in a room full of kindergartners, I'm not exactly sure everyone's going home happy. So, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it definitely still, because the... The ghosts, or not the ghost, but like when his girlfriend comes back and she has the teeth, like, dance with me. The makeup looks great. Creepy lady in the basement. There's a lot of creepy shit in here. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to still give it a one on fear. But if you're an adult, you're definitely laughing at this movie. I don't think anybody's staying up. Even a young adult will laugh at this. Exactly. This one, at least. And that's why it's, you know, considered a, a, a horror comedy or a comedy horror, regardless of which one you put first. Okay, so that's another one here. So we are at five and a half. 
out of 10 so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast. Rating. Let's get into the last one-point category for half a point each in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is rewatchability. I give it a yes for the fact that um, it, it doesn't involve much to rewatch it. Like, if you're like, yeah, I'm going to rewatch The Lord of the Rings. Like, that's a thing that you got to sit down. I mean, I, I like to do that, too, but it's not like a... You could be watching Evil Dead 2 in 120 minutes. You don't have to be paying attention the whole time. No, but, you can come. No, this is like again. There's no. This is the def. I'm giving it a half a point too because there's. This is a pure definition of a rewatchable movie. If you're looking at it by that, there's no. There's <laughs> yeah. no thinking involved. You just watch it and laugh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all it is. You know. So I mean, it's a great time. It's fun. That's definition of a fun rewatchable movie i I challenge you to like i challenge people that do rewatch it try not to laugh like really sincerely say like no i'm not i'm not gonna laugh and just see how far you make it just see how far you make it because that's probably gonna make it harder between between what's actually happening the cheesy effects the nostalgia of it being a 1980s movie something is gonna make you laugh at one of those three things so yeah Absolutely. I mean, this guy goes back in time, and he's around a bunch of knights. <laughs> That's the ending of it. <laughs> How do you not laugh at that? <laughs> okay, that makes no sense whatsoever. That's it's why so, I like it. Exactly. That's so why I love it. That is six and a half, six and a half total out of ten on Sloppy Horror Podcast rating for Evil Dead 2, 1987. Is that right? One and a half. One and a half plus three is four and a half plus another one is five and a half plus another point for rewatchability. Yes, yep. I know. Six and a half. I have been doing these ratings. I was count. I was just. I, was, I know what I say. I was just counting. Six what, and a half. What the hell is? Hear me what I say. That is what we're talking about, folks. Six and a half points out of ten for Evil Dead. Two. 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 Evil Dose. Yeah, I love this movie. I really do. But no movie on the Sloppy Horror Podcast would be complete without going through another little segment we like to call Ozark Mark's Parental Guidance. So let's hit the music. I missed you, mister. Mr. Mr. Ozark. Tell him if you're old enough How old? to watch that scary stuff. You know, for the parents who give up. Wow. It's a lot of fun to be here again with another new movie. Not only that, we're in the season finale. And folks, if you don't know what this segment is, where you've been, but at the same time, I'll explain it quite quick and simple. Hurry up. Everyone asks us. We run a horror movie show, so people say, hey, any good horror movies for kids? I've got a kid of this age, this age, this age. What can we watch? So we try our best on every movie that we discuss to give an age range where we think it would be okay. And that's up to Ozark, so let Ozark be in charge of your children. Ozark, what say you? Okay, um, we can go younger than we did in the first Evil Dead. The first Evil Dead, we went 18. Uh, We were definitely going a lot lower than this one because there is no sexual innuendo, there is no rape. Of a, of a of agriculture, there's no agricultural raping a human. There's just violence and comedy and crazy shit happening all the time. So that is fun. It's very cheesy. Um, so we can go a lot younger. How old are you when you were in sixth grade? Uh you're like eleven or twelve. Okay, you can be eleven. Okay, I like that. Once you get into middle school, you are an asshole now. So you can 
you know, you can see what's going on here and appreciate it and laugh with your friends about this. Yeah, that's honestly the perfect age. Give this to a bunch of twelve year old boys. They're gonna be like, Oh shit. Yeah, because this is not this is not this is not as this this is not a serious movie at all. Even if they try to be, it's not. You just laugh. What do you hit her head off with that shovel? Like he just flies off like yeah. <laughs> or when he throws Baba Joe and he just Baba Joe yeah, yeah Baba Joe and he just land, hits the tree pop <laughs> <laughs> splat yeah so there's a lot of comical things here and it's perfect because you know as long as they understand what it is and stuff they'll be fine oh yeah oh yeah I like that age man that's great yes man we've just run through each and every little segment here. It's a lot, a lot of fun that we're discussing here. And you notice, Mark, also, too, I mean, we can't, Jesus, oh, we also can't not discuss this car. Same car, every movie. Yes. I like that car. I do, too. I do, too. What kind of car is it? Do you know? I don't know. If I, I forget what I type it is. I can't look at it. I can't remember it off the top. You know. I can't either, but we. I don't have that gift. I'll look it up sometime. And oh. I'll, I'll be fair, and I'll be back. Okay. That's great. Yeah, so if if you're also, like I said, watching for continuity from the first one, just pretend the beginning part doesn't happen with his girlfriend. Yeah, because that's the part that threw me off the most, because the first one ends with the demon coming in and getting him, mm-hmm. right, and then it comes black. And now we started coming in, it's like, yeah, this place is great, and it's just, you're going back, wait a minute, hold on, what man would endure what happened in the first one and go back to the same spot <laughs> and then play a tape recorder go no like this is not okay alright I get what they're doing here it's a different time uh, once you understand that I, I'm glad you explained that to me mm-hmm. okay because if somebody because normally a second one you know is a Starts off on the first one left off mainly, but not this one. No, it's like a reenactment. <laughs> but you know, that's good. That's great. That's fantastic. We only have a short period of time left here in this season, Christian Ramey, because this is the last episode. Now, don't forget if you are into the show and you've listened to all of the Sloppy Horror podcast so far, we are not going to be. Here next week with an episode of the Soppy Whore Podcast. That's right. But if you are a Patreon member, the Patreons upload every Monday. That don't stop. There will be a Patreon episode continually. That shit don't stop. We always make Patreons, but we take a week off the show because this is a very produced show. It takes a while. We need a break. You know what I mean? Ready for next season. Yes. Do you have any idea, Christian Ramey, of what the, we can look forward to in the next season? Do you did you did you put one and two together there? Do you, can you give us a little hint of what you think the next season of movies will be themed on, or did you decide? Because I know you got a bunch of ideas going up in there through your big old noggin. So it's gonna be fun. Probably won't be ten episodes. This is going to be a lot of fun where everyone could participate. Maybe a battle of sorts. You guys are going to know when you know. Because it's coming soon. And we're going to release a commercial for you boys and girls. You know, a little teaser for you guys so you see what's going on. But we have fun each and every week entertaining you folks. We really do. And um, we just love this family that we're building. And we're going to continue to grow and continue to build it. And uh, we're going to do our best to to make it exciting and entertaining and, and something different. 
something different from everybody else and what they got going on. So we're coming on your fucking face with eye contact. We're coming back, baby. Full effect. Ozark Mark's going to be working double time. He's going to be like Frankenstein in his lab. Oh, great. That's great. I love how you put more work. No, you know what's a lot. Onto me, and you just sit back and do nothing. It's I'm just going kidding. To be he fun. works very. He works very hard. I just cry in the studio. That's usually what he does, and then he goes live and pretends like he doesn't hate his life. With no pants on. <laughs> no pants Please on. Please put pants on. There's a whole funny, there's a bunch of videos out there of people getting caught on like Zoom where they've got like a shirt and tie and a jacket on and they get up and they got like basketball shorts on. <laughs> there's like a whole compilation of it because it's even so many Shaq times. did that. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. well, I mean, why wouldn't you? If you're on Zoom, you're only seeing the upper half. Why you only see this half. Why are you putting pants on? I only got to look good up here. I know. I don't even like putting pants on in my own house. Why would you continue to do so? Why? Yeah, because you've got a, an important meeting over a laptop? No. I ain't doing that. You don't need pants on. No. We being crazy? I know. Let them bitches breathe. Let it breathe, baby. You ever hear athlete's foot? That's what happens to your balls if you have pants on all the time. Nobody wants athlete balls. That's the real Evil Dead. It is. <laughs> It looks like the Evil Dead, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. scary, folks. It is scary. Well, that's great. Um, yeah. Well, this is uh, this is the part where we're going to leave you now. But uh, we, we love you. We thank you so much for taking the time to sit through this uh, season of sequels in here. And now it is officially complete. So keep your ear to the track. Pay attention to the social media accounts of Sloppy Horror to get your sneak peek of what is coming next season. It's going to be extremely fun, from what I've heard. sexy. Yes. All right? Sexy too, spicy, all the words there. Also, patreon.com slash sloppy horror. You can see all the content in the meantime. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you, boys and girls. We are out of here. Mwah. Groovy.